Hey, thanks for joining me today. Today we're going to be talking about Psalm 23, and this is the weekly devotional podcast from Greenwood Baptist Church. I'm Justin Allison. I'm the discipleship pastor here at Greenwood, and uh, we've been talking about Psalms a bunch. Uh, last week we were in Psalm 19. This week we're going to be in Psalm 23. This is another Psalm of David, as most of the first uh, book of Psalms is. Uh, Psalms are divided into five books, and this first one is mostly Psalms that are we're told are just a Psalm of David. Some of them are written to maybe a choir director. Sometimes they address a specific uh, instance in his life, but most of all, we just get a simple title um, that says a Psalm of David. In Hebrew, it just kind of is something like it, uh, it's a David psalm. Um, can mean two or four or by uh, the preposition there. So uh, we translate that usually as if it is a psalm that is written by David. And so um, that's the first line in Hebrew in our English Bibles. It's usually just an italicized little, um, some type of called superscripted um, heading there. And so Psalm 23 is really a pretty famous psalm, uh, but I want to talk today about some of the literary aspects of the psalm. And so uh, to do that, I'm going to just sort of uh, highlight some of the text on the screen and talk about that uh, audibly for those of you listening uh, in your car, maybe. And uh, so we'll do that today. But let's go look at Psalm 23. It begins by saying, The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. And so the first thing that we'll notice is we get a statement, The Lord is my shepherd. And because of that, David follows that with, I have all that I need. And so that's sort of our, our opening line that uh, sets the tone for the rest of this poem. And so the Lord is my shepherd. And so describing the Lord, we get uh, two more verses uh, full of clauses that tell us about the Lord and, and how he is the shepherd. So it's expanding on the idea of God as a shepherd. Uh, verse two says, he lets me rest in green meadows he leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. And so most of those descriptions uh, continue that metaphor of the shepherd until we get to the final uh, line there of, of verse 3, where it says, bringing honor to his name. And that sort of starts to take a turn towards um, seeing not necessarily the Lord through the metaphor of a shepherd, but through um, the idea of being God. And that kind of brings us back to the idea of the Lord. Uh, so David has said, this is um, the one who provides all that he needs. And so what does he provide? He provides rest in green meadows and leading beside peaceful streams. Um, the shepherd here is is depicted as, as uh, giving the sheep a safe place, um, and proper nourishment. And uh, that kind of goes along with the first line of verse three, he renews my strength. And so you and I, uh, because of that metaphor, uh, can depend on the Lord to keep us safe, uh, to, to lead us to safety, um, and to make sure that we get what we need to have strength and, and to 
persevere. Uh, strength for the journey uh, is something the animals needed from the shepherds. So they would they would try to make sure that they were adequately fed and watered before they traveled to the next pasture. And so uh, just like that, the Lord renews our strength. Uh, well, why does he do that? Because he's going to guide us along the right paths. Um, and so um, one of the people in my small group pointed out that uh, it's the right path. It's not necessarily the easy path. And so the Lord will guide us. Um, we're like the sheep here. The Lord will guide us uh, in the path uh, that is the correct one, but it may not necessarily be the most easy path. In fact, it may be kind of troublesome. And that's where we get into uh, verse four. And so verse four says, even when I walk through the val- the darkest valley, I will not be afraid for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. And you may have heard this before, but the rod and the staff are the, uh, the tools of the trade for the shepherd. Um, one would be, uh, the, the staff that was used to sort of correct the sheep and, and steer them the right way, or maybe, uh, lift them out of, uh, a dangerous situation they've gotten themselves into, and the rod would be something that can be can be thrown uh, so as to um, d- do a couple things. Uh, <laughs> you could long range uh, correct your sheep with that. You know, throw it at them, hit them in the back of the head, or, or you know, hit them on one side and kind of steer them a different way. But the other use might be to attack uh, another predator uh, far off, and so that's where we get the ideas that. Uh, follow up in that next line of the poem, protect and comfort me. And so the, the imagery here, this metaphor of the shepherd is continued, but the imagery is that David as the sheep in this part, uh, is, is saying that even when I go through uh, difficult circumstances, I won't be afraid because I know God will protect me. And so, uh, that's something you and I can be aware of is that God will protect us when we walk through the dark valleys. Uh, when we get through, um, when we get into those roads that are that are difficult uh, and that maybe don't seem like um, they're leading the right way, we can be confident that our shepherd, the Lord, is guiding us uh, to the next green pasture and that he will protect us just like a shepherd does with the rod and the staff, and he'll direct us in the right ways. And so, uh, you know, sometimes a discipline from the Lord is not always pleasant. Um, and we, we sometimes feel uh, a little bit upset when we um, get steered a way that's different from the way we want it to go. It, it hurts that us sometimes. But those are good things that the Lord is actually shepherding us and leading us in the right path. And then verse five says, you prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. And this is where it seems like maybe the metaphor has broken down and, um, and is just, uh, like a king, uh, take, taking care of a subject here. Um, you prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. Feasting is something you would more expect for, um, you know, people to do. And, and this is, uh, again, we, uh, can trust that the Lord will provide for our needs 
and honor us and uh, and bless us. Uh, many of these words actually uh, echo some of the the vocabulary that we find in the blessings uh, from Deuteronomy. Um, back in Deuteronomy, Moses uh, told the people um, that there were certain blessings and curses. Uh, that came with the following the law, or or really with the law in general, and so if they were obedient to the word of God, that certain blessings would come, and so the land that they were going into, where where David lived, would function much like Eden, uh, if they were to follow the Lord and be obedient to His instruction. But then on the other hand, if they worshipped other gods and did not follow the Lord then it would become um, a place where curses were brought on them and they would be brought into exile. And so uh, here in this particular Psalm 23, verse 5, David talks about his cup overflowing with blessings. And so the assumption here is that he, uh, like the sheep earlier, is being led along in the, in the right path. He's being obedient to the Lord, following the shepherd's voice. And uh, because of that, He's talking about blessings. And then we get to verse six, surely goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life. And I will live in the house of the Lord forever. And here, um, that word unfailing love uh, that occurs in verse six uh, is from the Hebrew word that's uh, chesed. It means uh, perhaps covenant keeping love, or sometimes it's translated as uh, steadfast love or unfailing love. As it is here in the NLT, and those are those are uh, parts of uh, that that language from Deuteronomy, where uh, the Lord has promised that His covenant with the people will will be kept on His end, and that if they act in proper obedience, they're going to experience blessing. And here David is saying, "Surely your goodness and your unfailing love will pursue me, as the Lord has promised, all the days of His life." And then at the end of verse six, when David says, and I will live in the house of the Lord forever, this is a unique statement here in light of what happened in David's life uh, in 2 Samuel chapter seven. David was told, uh, and David actually told uh, the prophet Nathan, uh, he was asking the Lord if he could build the Lord a house. And that's the word house used here in Psalm 23. And the unique answer that that David is given from the prophet is that, no, uh, you're not going to build me a house or a temple. Uh, Instead, it will be your son. And the reason is instead, the Lord is going to build David a house. And that's going to be this uh, dynasty that's going to last until the end of time so that a ruler from his throne will actually uh, sit on the throne at the end. And we, we know now that's Jesus, uh, but at this time, he, you know, he's, he's longing to dwell in the presence of the Lord forever in the house of the Lord. Uh, they had the tabernacle at this time, and that was the, the dwelling place of the Lord. And so David wants to be around the Lord and uh, has that desire to be in the presence of the Lord God. And that's something that you and I... Um, really have the privilege of doing it in a different way than David did here in Psalm 23, because we have the blessing of Jesus and we have the Holy Spirit within us. And we have that un, um, unmitigated access to the Lord. We don't have to wait for a prophet 
to uh, inquire of the Lord. We can talk directly to the Lord. And so we have a special, unique relationship with God that, that even David didn't have. And so we need to be thankful for that. Um, so we can take a lot from this psalm. And uh, kind of the overarching idea is that the Lord um, here is described through the metaphor as a shepherd. And that God is like our good shepherd leading us, that he wants what's best for us, he will protect us, and that he's guiding us to that next part of life where we can be fed and uh, experience the goodness and blessing that David talks about um, here in that psalm. And so I hope that's helpful for you, and I hope that gives you a little hope for this week, especially if you're in some difficult circumstances right now. Um I hope Psalm 23 has been just as encouraging to you as it has been for me. Um, it's been an encouraging psalm all through um, my life. In fact, uh, um, it's it's kind of a classic, and so I'm glad to talk about it today. I hope uh, I hope you've enjoyed this. If you have, share it with a friend. And uh, we would love to meet you at Greenwood, and so I'd love to meet you. Uh, you can meet me right over. Uh, I'm sitting in my office right now. You can meet me to my left, which is at the information desk. And uh, I, I could meet you there anytime uh, on a Sunday. Um, also, you can message me, jallison in greenwoodbc.com. Bye.